The Blokebusters podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us, as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blokebusters podcast. The fifth installment of a premise that was exhausted in the second installment <laughs> with increasingly lame traps, a creepy neighbor kid who loves snow, and one man's crazy obsession with a painting of his GG. Uh, welcome to another episode <laughs> of our French Fried series. Yes. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Paul. And uh, today we are, as you can see, talking about Home Alone. Colon, the holiday heist. Yes, otherwise um, known as Home Alone 5. five. Uh, yeah, so just in time for the holidays, we are always um, relevant to the yeah. to the schedule. <laughs> Nothing if not punctual. That's us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um, if you got a back catalog to get through, save us till the next holiday season. <laughs> yeah, there um, you go. Either way. Yeah, just stop um, listening now and yeah. try and remember. Exactly. In... Put a put a note in your phone or a reminder. Yeah. Ten yeah. months time. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's bring that back. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Whose horseshit idea was? It? Well, I know the concept of this. Yeah. Well, let's. I guess we should back up and kind of explain if you're a new listener. Yeah. So um, yeah, the basic idea behind this little series that we're doing and I have numbered them in the feed so you'll be able to go back and find the the order that we have mm-hmm. done them in but we take a franchise and for that it has to be more than four three more, more than three yes yeah, so three is a trilogy yes, yes. So preferably mm-hmm. more than that because mm-hmm. you can get into some very interesting yes. films later down the line. I think after this one we need to rule out TV movies <laughs> But I, yes, think it, I would like that amendment. It has past. to be officially in the franchise, which this one was. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> and yeah, so more than three has to be a, a franchise, so it can't be, well, there were three, and then there was a spin off somewhere. That doesn't count, and it, mm. reboots don't count as well. Yeah. So, yeah, the, ori- the original series has just gone on. A bit too long. And, yeah, uh, jump the shark, as they say in television. Yes, um, and basically the reason we're doing this is to prove that g- continually doing sequel after sequel after sequel <laughs> is not really the best business model because you get yeah. shit. Right well, yeah, but sadly it's a safe bet for studios that can make a 20% yeah. profit on something. And Yes, I mean, the, the only caveat i would say to that is marvel gets a pass because so far mm. they've been doing all right but anyway yes this yes. was and i just found this out so this was originally airing on abc family in I 2012 totally believe that. <laughs> on november 25th as part of not as part of the 25 days of uh-huh. christmas which is what they do no as part of the 
countdown to the 25 days of Christmas. Ooh. They they didn't even consider this good enough to go in the 25 <laughs> days of Christmas. ABC plot. Family, this wasn't good enough for ABC Family's A material. Yes. <laughs> okay, that gives you a little idea of where this podcast is heading. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, this yeah. this film was directed by. <laughs> Loosely using yes, the word I film, know. I know. I have to call it a film. This series it, of images. It fulfills the say. criteria of being called a film, ah, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, directed by Peter Hewitt. And those of you that might say, hey, I kind of recognize that name. He was the director of Bill and Ted Bogus Journey and Whatever Happened to Harold Smith, two films I quite enjoyed. And then <laughs> Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> And but not Garfield 2, a tale of two No, kids. yeah, just the first one. And okay. also Zoom. Zoom. Yes. Otherwise uh, known as that Zoom. Tim Allen superhero one where they were I guess it was uh was it something in the sky or something? I genuinely I don't know. I, I didn't don't actually know. Like, Academy for Superheroes. <laughs> the basic I would rather talk about that. Zoom, a film I have not seen than yeah. this one which I have. Well that could be that would be an interesting <laughs> idea. I mean it was uh-huh. actually co written by Adam Rifkin. So, oh, there we go. So um, it would actually be fellow, more fun to talk about. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> joined, joined us on the pod a couple yes, years ago. Yeah, actually, do go back and listen to that because something might be happening in the next few months that could mm-hmm. be very relevant to that. So, yeah, yes. brush up. <laughs> yes, do, do go back. Do your and, homework. Okay. And yes, and forgive us for any bad audio and <laughs> it, was, it was relatively early in, it our, was, yeah. in mm-hmm. our feed there. So. Alright. The holiday heist. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I I mean let's just get it out of the way. This is a steaming pile <laughs> of horseshit. Yes, I um I, I don't know if it's down in your notes there, but uh, I, I received a text from my good friend Brian here while watching it, basically saying that he wished that Ernest would turn up so he could just watch Ernest again. Uh, I mean, hindsight, you know, all that. I mean, Ernest in the Army was awful. And I, was. I would say probably still one of the worst films I've ever seen. But at least it was a character that I was familiar with. Yes. And there was some tie to. And, uh, yeah, there yeah. was not a single laugh for me in this movie. Not one. Um, I wrote at one point, okay, new, new goal, the, or movie goal, make me laugh once. And then, like, three notes later, I said, make me smile. Yes. I will. And still, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I'll get to it at some point. Um, twin I got share. close to a grin at some point, but yeah, my, I think it was, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where the hell that is. But, oh my god. So, yes. This it, is unlikable from the <laughs> outset. Yes, this film is not set in Chicago at all. So the first of the Home Alone did not be that mm-hmm. way. It features the Baxter family, so not connected to either the McAllisters or the one from three and four. Mm-hmm. So entirely new family. Yeah. So <laughs> it, the, I'll give you the top five people in this film, and that would be Christian Martin as Finn Baxter, who yeah. I'm surprised he still wanted his name on this. Mm-hmm. Jodell Furland as Alexis Baxter. And then, for reasons only known to himself, Malcolm McDowell as Sinclair. We'll, we'll get into Malcolm McDowell, yeah, a little. Debbie Muzar, I'm not 100% sure how you pronounce her name, as Jessica, and Eddie Steeples as Hughes. So, there's also a mum and a dad 
and a kid and the occasional other person. But yeah, so <laughs> mm-hmm. this film, uh, which was also going to be called Alone in the Dark, but then they changed it to The Holiday That's Heist. how I felt watching it. <laughs> I felt all alone in the dark. <laughs> now, if, if they'd have gone with Alone in the Dark, they would have been wrong. Because uh, at no point is a single person alone. Well, in the, the title is Louis Home Alone. Yes, they I think yeah point out he is with the sibling. I think just like in four or so, which I have not I, seen, but I, I heard seen is, uh, he's with a sibling as well. Whoever is in that, um, but yes, not Home Alone with your sister. <laughs> yes, um, who is trapped in a bootlegger's secret room? Uh, we'll get there. Yes. <laughs> Trust me, that'll make sense, and maybe, maybe it will. Yes, it, might it didn't really sense. make sense to me, but hey. Um, <laughs> poor, poor. I mean, was Malcolm McDowell on some hard times here? He had to have been. I think um, so. He is a very <laughs> accomplished, I would say, uh, English actor. Yes, um, very much so. Who is in now one of my favorite shows of all time, Mozart in the Jungle. I've uh, seen the first episode. Of and episode. he is fantastic as Maestro Thomas Pembridge. Ah, poor, poor. I wrote poor, poor Malcolm McDowell three times in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I mean, you just, you just feel for him. I know we've watched plenty of shitty movies where you just, this odd star turns up and you're like, what in the hell? Yeah. And I wrote down, like, I hope he's enough to make this watchable. And sadly, <laughs> even he was not enough to make this watchable. No, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this film... He could not even save it for anything. This film clearly should never have been made. It was... <laughs> no, uh, three, four, and five should, yeah, it should not have been made. Yeah, it, it... I genuinely don't know who the audience was going to be. Like, who, who sat by down... by the time you get to the film, yeah. I was like, hey, you know what we need? We need more of the Home Alone... Like, I'm trying to remember... Home Alone 4 was a director TV thing or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a TV movie, it, yeah. Hang on. It was made in 2002. It was 10 years later that they made this one. Yeah. And 22 years after the original. Yes. Um, I think the only way it could have been saved is if they had had a creepy neighbor like in the first one, but it was Kevin McAllister. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, yeah. That'd be great. Uh If it was Macaulay, yeah. Yeah. he Mm -hmm. He was going along in his trench coat and then he sees what's going on and he's like, nope, just turns around and walks it. away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 22 years after the original, so say you saw this movie when you were roughly 10 or 12. Yeah. That puts you at roughly my age now, um, 30, mm-hmm. in your 30s. Um, Paul would be, you know, a bit, bit younger there, lucky yeah. ass. Uh, I, but... <laughs> I am 20, I'm 29 at present. Yeah, so exactly. Um, so... Is there some sort? Is it just solely based on a nostalgia grab? Um, that must have hey, been. I really got to get me some more of that Home Alone goodness. Um, which, <laughs> granted, I mean Home Alone is a pretty decent, I would say, or it can sustain itself at least. Yes, uh, I mean, <laughs> as a fun, if not flawed, holiday film. Yes. Um, with decent writing. I mean, characters by John Hughes, of course. Yeah. You know, um, so. <laughs> There is good in there, and it is. I still say worth watching, and very much but, a product of the time as well. Because 
the whole... Can we just oh, talk about Home Alone? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but the whole uh, kid is stuck at home. I need to get home because I have no way of contacting yes. him. Like, that doesn't happen now. It's not possible, pretty much, to not be able to contact mm-hmm. someone. Well, if you rely heavily on very uh, holy plot devices <laughs> yes. at every four seconds, then you can make it happen. But yeah, so that as was, we saw in this. That was one of my things with this one is... <laughs> The length they went to to be, oh no, we have no way of contacting them, was painful. <laughs> yeah, every single thing they resorted to. Oh my gosh. Um, the dad, I hated the dad. He is, I mean, I wrote this out. The parents are the most cookie cutter esque parent tropes. Uh, oh, you know, the whole thing, we're moving, but we really, you know, I know it's rough on you guys. Uh, the wee ones, as the realtor calls them. Who the hell says wee ones to a 12 year or 14 year old and 18 year old? A drunk Scottish person. (laughs) Yes. Um, but yeah, I know you're going through rough times, but we gotta pull together as a family. Those kind of parents. (laughs) Oh my god. And the dad calling his kid, dude. I would. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I don't know who. I mean, yeah, sure, all that's different. Oh, that's, but someone, that's someone who. My dad called me kids. dude. I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, he is the worst. Um, yeah. So, anyway, they move into this house in Maine, right? Mm-hmm. They the, move, I believe, literally across country. I think yeah. they were on the West Coast. There's mention of like 3,000 miles or something, isn't there? I think 3, so. 3,000 miles away, or I don't know. They they um, were on the west coast. Or no, that I was think. Simon that said they were. And then, they overshot their target by three thousand. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I I don't know. I really didn't pay much attention to. So yeah, so it's, now it's like, of course, Christmas time. Maine, one of the worst win- winners of the fifty states. Yeah. Uh, and this, of course, family is moving in, and the kids not into it. No, um, it, it's not even. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's Christmas time. But there's really no mention or stress on it being Christmas. Yeah, the only time Christmas is really mentioned is because the parents go to a Christmas party. Party, yeah. And that's it. Like the, and work Christmas parties like can happen in November. They can happen in February, like yeah. January, because you, know, you gotta get... Whenever the place is available. That's exactly, and you can get it in the most place there. So there's really no stress on coming together for Christmas. Um, no. Yeah. Like, no... <laughs> Decorate. I mean, although we do see Christmas lights later, so they yes. had, must have decorated at some point. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah. <laughs> How big was that pool of string? I know we're jumping all around here, but he seemed to be able to do a lot with that pool of string. Uh, yeah, pool of string there. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. <laughs> so anyway, let's try and find a ground a grounding thing. Here. I know. So Finn. Fuck yep. that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sorry, yes, we do cuss in this podcast, and there will be a lot more to come in this particular episode. <laughs> Mostly, probably for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he believes this house is haunted, because let's start there. Why not? Yes. Yeah, basically, um, he turns up, well, they turn up at this house, and now, is it, it's the boy next door that plants the seed, right? I don't recall... <sighs> It's not know. the. I think he asks the uh, real estate agent mm-hmm. if it's haunted, 
and then the boy mentions something, and so he, oh, he. Yeah, I think it was first mentioned with by the realtor. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the kid follows that up. The creepy neighbor, snow loving kid. <laughs> yeah, th- I don't think this kid ever goes inside. I, no, I was he, gonna say I don't know if he's allowed inside. Uh, I, I think he just makes himself an igloo every night and just goes. To uh, yeah, I was like yeah, I wrote that like does how does he not gotten like frostbite or hypothermia by now because he <laughs> he exclusively stays outside with a styrofoam snow fort. Yes, <laughs> and styrofoam snowmen and styrofoam snowballs. Uh, and and no about, attempt made to look like real snow. More about the styrofoam snowman a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. But yes, the reason we might seem to be sort of jumping around here because I genuinely don't know where to start. Um, uh, <laughs> is, is there something you can think of that can kind of ground this in? I really don't there, know. So, I mean, obviously we're just going with the same premise that I kind of started off with th- this episode that, okay, there's something that these bandits want, in this case, a painting of Malcolm McDowell's grandmother. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Sinclair, rather, not actually Malcolm McDowell's grandmother. A Um, very... very By Edward Munch. Yes, Uh, Mr. Munch. Yes, Mr. Munch. More on him later. That'll tie all of this together, right? A a, a very (laughs) expensive painting. Uh, That looked kind of shitty, I thought. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he looked like it was uh, painted on a wine night. No offense to anyone that goes to wine nights and paints. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not one of his finer paintings. Maybe, yeah. It's one of those that gained value after, you know. Do do you remember Mm. how much they said it was? Was it sixty some million or uh, I, I, I don't know? I, I thought know, it was. I, I'm genuinely in the tens of millions. Eighty five million. Eighty five. Okay. Eighty five million. Mm-hmm. million dollars, mm-hmm. Maybe. And the, the only thing I can think of is you know, because it's been a long lost monk painting. Maybe I don't know people were just like, "Hey, I'll pay because of the name rather than oh because it's." A good painting, because it's not a good painting. Yeah, but, but very early on, it's established that Malcolm McDowell's character has an emotional connection to this. Yes. And he even says, she belongs to me. Mm-hmm. So at that point, do the other two bandits realize they has no intention of selling this thing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get dumb bandits, but come on. Yeah, I like, mean, the, the one guy played by Crabman is saying, I'm out, and then he's out that it's worth 85 million and he goes I'm in but yeah that it not he has no intention of selling it I don't know how he would end up unless he would end up forging the painting and then selling that and keeping the original but they no, don't I think have it's a very clear that he's yeah just gonna screw these people over <laughs> <laughs> and he just wants the painting um, yeah okay <laughs> Yeah, so there's another poor, poor Malcolm McDowell cross off. Yeah. <laughs> it was a reoccurring theme uh, for me. Um, so, uh, why don't, since this is a Home Alone film, yeah. why don't uh, we talk about the staple of Home Alone, which is the traps that the kid set up to stop the <sighs> invaders? Seriously, wow. <laughs> there, I had. It, it was at this point that my frustration was growing so much, <laughs> and I really, really <laughs> was, like, rage-hating this movie. Yeah. Um, they are not traps. They're they not. are annoyances yes. uh, to get you murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that, I, to varying extent, yes. I mean, 
Let's okay. How about the weakest and stupidest one of all, which is because the kid noticed the first time there had mm. been people in the house that one of the cookies mm. had been eaten. He yeah. bakes disgusting cookies and puts them Ooh. on the side. <laughs> we better run. Yeah. <laughs> this I cookie know. tastes awful. I know. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Not, not as you would expect from probably an original Home Alone, a laxative-laced cookie um, or yeah. something I like know that. We're I, there's so much I wanted to get to before we got to the traps, but we can back up later. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I wrote that down. I'm like... Kevin McAllister was badass. Yeah. Like he had a doorknob that gave Joe Pesci a third degree burn. <laughs> yeah. He had a nail go through Daniel Stern's foot. Yeah. <laughs> like and you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, this is ABC Family, and I guess you got to tone it down a little. Yeah, but... I mean, you're not allowed to show something that someone might actually do, uh -huh, or might offend, or anything like that. <laughs> but they were so to use a word that. I've used once before and this movie loves lame <laughs> I mean all it does is just annoy or let's cover them in some goop yeah. uh, <laughs> make them drink some glue uh, after the nasty cookie which by the way who just sees a full glass of what they think is milk and not think that someone is home at that point which they didn't no, they yeah. suspected maybe, yeah. um, um, and then go ahead and just drink it. You don't know how long it's been sitting there. <laughs> also, how long ago did he pour out the glue? Because when it's not kept in it a hardens. special container, <laughs> it just becomes That's solid. That's what glue does. That's the whole point of glue. Yeah. <laughs> it's to not remain in a liquid form. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've got a, a list here of the, yeah, the traps. traps. Oh my god, the the boot. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so let's see. So we've already covered the nasty-tasting gingerbread cookies. Yes. Uh, there was there. cotton balls and flour coming out the sink. <laughs> so is one. that supposed to be a nod to the tar and feather, I guess? I guess. Yeah. Uh, there was actually a carton full of tar, mm. but he didn't really connect yeah. it that well. Is that right? Um, a snowblower blowing apparently marbles. Marbles with the worst... Siege special effects <laughs> I have seen in a while. Yes. Um, with, yeah. With, with the, these magical, almost with the transparent. Who framed Roger Rabbit style silhouette of oh the guy? Oh, God. On, it, through the garage door. Yeah, the, for, the, the form of him. Yeah. Uh, there was. Apparently, there was a coal filled stocking. I don't remember that one. And I don't remember that one either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe. <laughs> Maybe they filmed him and had him set it up. It just never came into play. <laughs> and then Ice on the Patio, which is yes. a trap from the original no, film. Yeah, first time, apparently. That's and I believe the only the people that are actually really affected by it are, are the, the police. Yes, <laughs> yeah, or the, yeah, the police. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, kind of really pointless for that one. Because, yeah, I believe Malcolm McDowell kind of slips a little bit and then goes, oh, there's Ice there. And then just avoids it. Yeah, you're very clearly a nice patch there. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll say an even worse use of ice on something than in Christmas with the cranks, with that whole. I'll take your word on that one. <laughs> it it it's bad. It really okay. <laughs> Which is worse? Uh, I, this one because, okay, thank because you. it's a complete. <laughs> it goes nowhere. It, it truly does not. Um, uh, Backing up a bit, I had uh, um, yep. the so Finn is convinced there are 
at least one ghost or multiple ghosts in this house. Yes, um, the ghost of the original owner. Was yeah, the, the the bootlegger uh, yes. or whatever. Yeah, the um, guy who died. Oh my gosh, this muddled plot. Um, <laughs> to call it a plot is being generous. Um, yeah. So anyway, he puts these stickers on the basement door to like half on the door, half on the uh, molding around the, the door. Thing, to, yeah. yeah, on the frame door frame to know if it's been broken. I mean, smart. But he calls them a trap. That is not a ghost trap. That no. is a ghost detection. Also. <laughs> or, at very least, an intruder detection. Yes. And also the There's strongest no sticker trap. glue I've ever come across. Because yeah. any sticker that I can think of that you could possibly put on a door and a door frame, even if it stays stuck to the door, which, fair enough, mm-hmm. like some doors are like that, yeah. the second you open it, peel. it'll just come off. Yeah, like, one side it's going to peel off. Yeah, but no, this one is apparently gorilla tape. To the <laughs> yeah, I know it seems like we're nitpicking at the smallest of things, but trust me, there there's a multitude of things to nitpick. Yeah, so, so why not start it with the stupid stickers? Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the dad carrying a frying pan downstairs, because apparently frying pans are effective on ghosts, yes, if you believe and, in ghosts. And, yeah, I mean... It, I, that's what I've never understood about all these things. It's like, oh no, there's a ghost. And then everyone's just like, all right, let's arm ourselves. Um, <laughs> sure. Sure, let's uh, beat an apparition to death. Yeah, let, uh, let's assume that there is a a thing from another plane of existence mm-hmm. that is manifesting in this dimension. And you are going to be able to physically harm it. Yeah, okay. And then in this one it was, yeah, just grab the frying pan, because I guess that was the nearest thing. And he really likes that poom noise. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> somewhere around this point, um, I guess, well, the, the thieves break in once, eat yes. the cookies or whatever, and then uh, Malcolm McDowell sees that there's a Christmas party going on. Uh, yes. Yeah, like the next night or whatever it is. I don't know the timeline. Was it the next night a couple nights later? I believe yeah. I believe it's the, the weekend of whatever yeah. week it's um, So anyway, that's when they're going to come and take this painting. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then the parents are yes. trying to get the kids to go and the daughter says, I don't want to go. And so the mother's just like, fine, you can say, I don't care. And then the, the son... <laughs> Great impression like, of the mother, yeah, head on. <laughs> basically. And then, on and then the son's just like, okay, I'll stay home then. And then the parents are just like, okay. So, yeah, um, so they get to this yeah. party that's like at uh, some sort of lodge, or I don't know. It's yeah. um, the, the main equivalent of a cabin in the woods, basically. Pretty much where we meet the wonderful Ed Asner. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Asner's in this fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, another one. It's um, just like, okay. And yeah, um, so he's this kooky old guy that can't hear. Uh, it's hilarious. Trust us. Yeah. He has <laughs> um, no idea the name of the person he just hired mm-hmm. to cover an entire section of his business. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you know... I wrote this down originally, but I uh, edited it. There was like... They were going to bring the kids. There were almost no kids at the party anyway. Yeah. I, I found two in a screenshot <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, I, I can't... Like, so it I kind think, of looked like you, it was frowned upon bringing your kids because people wanted to get drunk on eggnog. I was like, either that or <laughs> everyone was just like, I'm not bringing my kids. No, I want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a party. You don't bring your kids to a party. No, you uh, hire the babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, another nitpick I had was at some point, he this kid's a big gamer. Uh, that's a big plot point. Yep. Um, yeah, they really want him to stop being a gamer. Yes, uh-huh. Because 
as amazing as his parents are, they don't care about his interests. <laughs> yeah. and, and he must and be an outdoorsy also, kid. They're also one of those parents that don't understand you can't pause an online game. You uh, can't do that. No kidding. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so this con- his controller dies at some point and he goes to look for a new battery. Um, they just moved in. They already have an established junk drawer. Did that... Did you catch that? Like, there's a established junk drawer. Yeah, they haven't even unpacked all their junk yet. No, but there are random things, unless it was the previous owner's random junk drawer, possibly. In which case, it would have been kind of fun to have them open it and see some things that are genuinely a little worrying. (laughs) But I was like, I close that drawer. (laughs) I wonder what those things could be. Um, I don't know. It's it's best left to the imagination. Yeah. Um, so th- at this point, I guess, uh, the battery goes downstairs, and this is when he discovers the secret room, or the secret secret room. He's yes. already discovered that there's well, the wall that well, moves, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was one thing that you forgot to mention, that they took his controller away, oh, and yeah. then he found another controller. So that's yes, when while he... he's destroying the house. Yeah, yeah. it's like... <laughs> He he would know that there were two controllers, so and yet he's and so if he's worried a gamer, about one. He's gonna have a backup. Yeah, come on, let's don't insult gamers here. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have a backup. You're gonna have either a play in charge. You're gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna just be shocked by dead batteries. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> there's yeah. this room that apparently you cannot tell by the formation of the house uh, and the blueprints <laughs> and that you could look at and say, oh, I wonder what that whole 500, 800 square foot area is that I can't access. Yes. <laughs> but it exists in time and space that is not relevant, apparently. Yes, the bottom of the house is a TARDIS. So, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. so yeah, basically, well, the, the problem... With with this is so originally they the burglars open up this safe and they're mm. like oh it's not in here oh dear and then Gigi is not here <laughs> it's kind of, it's almost very close to the uh, the Gary Oldman in Fifth Element just this, <laughs> they're not here <laughs> <laughs> but yes yeah, so they then leave and then when the boy and his sister go downstairs and then it's like oh. Let me just touch this wall. Oops! And then it opens up. <sighs> convenient after convenient goddamn <laughs> plot devices to move this shit yeah. forward. <laughs> I'm really um, getting mad again. Yeah. And, um, well, talking about styrofoam sorry, snowmen, what about the obviously not wine bottles, wine bottles? <laughs> and, yes, another convenient thing that she grabs the... One that closes this safe the first try. Oh, yeah. baby, first one that you hit. Yep, that's the one that locks the door, <laughs> or closes the door up, yeah. and apparently does not have a. It only works once, <laughs> or there's a release yeah. button that's somewhere hidden in the room. May because why else would you? How else does anyone get out? What is the purpose of that bottle if there isn't a reverse? Yeah, <laughs> on the, the function. Well, the I think the main option is oh, you tried to steal for me. You're sealed in until someone else opens it. So it's an Indiana Jones trap. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not yes. meant to be used by people in the know. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I suppose I can buy that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before that, we got my one of my biggest fu. Uh, see, I'm trying to edit myself a little bit because there's many more f's to come. Um, the very forced aftershave nod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where Finn or Kevin stand in. 
of shaving. And if they had actually done it, I would have shut the movie off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I would have said, like, I will bullshit my way through the rest of the podcast, Paul, but I I cannot do it. Um, Thankfully, they had enough sense to bail where he's just, instead of, he does put the hands to the face and, like, eh, shrugs it off. Yeah. Um, Still, F you (laughs) for even going there, for even bothering to go there. Yeah. Well, because once again, who is that for? Now, to be fair, yeah. they sort of had to do it. It no, is the poster for the film, if you recall. <laughs> they, that 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 premise lies on that. They had to go with that as the poster. They did. <laughs> so it's unfortunately a self fulfilling prophecy. Uh, and then back and around in circles we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and there we go to the daughter touching the bottle. Um, so here's another. I'm just going to nitpick this to death. I'm sorry. Finn doesn't think it's weird. that So the sister's going to go to the mall because there are horrible kids uh, with horrible parents. Mm. Um, <laughs> and she's just going to go to the mall in a snowstorm that is apparently blocking the parents from yeah. leaving. But okay to go to the mall in. Although, to, to be fair, thinking mm-hmm. about it, do you remember seeing any snow anywhere other than that? Like, even no. outside the house? No real snow. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no, stuff that was supposed to look like snow, but did not. <laughs> um, so, teenagers, this is 2012. I mean, the, the, the beginning of the movie really establishes how much they're into their devices. Yep. And try just to make that point, that's kind of a subplot. Yes. Uh, how we're reliant we are on devices and technology, and we need to get out and play and talk to people. And, um, <laughs> well, Pokemon Have you talked to people lately? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that being said, he doesn't think it's weird that his sister left her phone on the counter and then assumes she went to the mall yeah. without her phone. <laughs> A teenager's lifeline? Yeah. <laughs> like an eight-year-old's lifeline. But now... now yeah, that, that, that there is... There's so much that's just brushed away. Yeah, it definitely one of those things of... When you're watching a horror film and you hear the, the scrape noise and so everyone just instinctively walks in the direction of the noise and then, oh no, they're killed. And you're like, how are people this stupid? This is worse than that. <laughs> This is just being flat out ignorant of everything. Yeah. So yeah. So the sister gets trapped in the basement. He another convenience. He gives up trying to explain the situation after two tries. Now she doesn't believe him. Okay, I'm clearly not going to get through to her. Yep, yep. Um, if there are robbers trying to get into your house and you are a young child, I think I'm going to try to keep hammering that point home a little further. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Now nah, she doesn't believe me. All right. I guess I'm on my own here. <laughs> I, I can keep going, Paul. I'd like to well, get you in. Well, <laughs> here no, somewhere. I, I want to know if you can think of any way where when he makes up is it his bedroom that he makes up as basically a laser quest like a laser thing with <laughs> yeah, with the ghosts and all that. that and all he is doing is hiding in the closet with about five ropes that he's just pulling. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit of a stretch. Um, it's, it's almost uh, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain type scenario. <laughs> it was very, yeah, just <laughs> Wizard of Oz kind of just pulling, yeah, literally pulling strings, though. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, like, it, there's half of the stuff in that room there is no explanation for, period. It's not like he got it from somewhere or how he would know how to set it up, or anything like that. It, the room is just set up, so just in case a robber decides to come through that window, mm-hmm. that they can be scared. Because if they were to walk in through the door, wouldn't mm-hmm. that would probably break the door, the string. 
So that wouldn't work. Yeah. There <laughs> and he have yeah, he's gotta sit there because the lady robber, whatever her name was, who cares? Uh <laughs> goes through that window and he's just so he was just crouching there the whole time, waiting on hopefully someone comes in this way. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean And then you get a boot gently I mean, kind of gently in the face and Pratt fall over a uh, wooden reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> and now that window is open for you to walk to go into. Yeah. <laughs> you have done nothing. Yeah. yeah. All, all Only angered is, them yeah, slightly you, further. You delayed them by about thirty seconds. Yeah. And then in they go. Right? Uh-huh. So that was Kevin. It was a glass would have broken in their face. Or yeah. <laughs> and and some sort of them. metal bars would have slid down. Yeah, it would have chopped their fingers off or something. I don't know. Maybe not that far, but well, and well, speaking of that, so all of these things that he sets up, he goes to. The hardware Where store. Where he apparently hasn't never learned about money. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's putting all of this, like, it, it's at least a minute and a half long sequence of, ah, oh, this, I can um, put it in the cart. Ooh, this, put it in the cart. And he gets to the tills, and the guy's like, well, that'll be, what was it, like, 3000 2000 uh-huh. something like, which, how expensive is this store to start with? Because I'm well, had a lot of stuff there. I'm fairly certain so. he doesn't have $2,000 worth of stuff. In I don't know. I didn't see everything. Yeah. Uh, um, some but, of the yeah. hardware stuff can be pretty pricey. So. But anyway, all he can afford is string. <laughs> a one spool of string. Yep. I think I accidentally said pool earlier. I apologize for my stupidity there. But this movie has affected me to the point <laughs> of stupidity. <laughs> but, yes. uh, a spool of string that apparently is enough for him to set up his entire house with um, wired and strung up booby traps. Yeah. And uh, obviously this is jumping around to the end as well. But skip to the end. So he's able to put the string down... Through the grating from the the toilets upstairs down to the yeah. the thing because for some reason that's linked anyway. At no point does he s- explain this plan B to his sister. At least that we heard there's no on screen mention of what plan B is, but she's able to go. Oh, I'll attach this string to this glass, and I'll assume that's the plan B. Like, shall I? <laughs> like, uh-huh. that, I mean, I, I understand it's supposed to be uh, aha surprise at the end of the film, but it's also a surprise to the sister because she's not told what the plan is. I guess she just comes up with it, and it's the same plan that the brother came up with. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically, uh... at the end of the film, they are able to catch. Is it? Is it just one of them? Is it just the McDowell in there at the end, or is it McDowell and Hughes? To be honest, Paul, I kind of tuned out the last I, 15 I, minutes. I, I, <laughs> I, believe, I believe it's McDowell and Hughes that stuck I in I paused when I saw I had like 17 minutes ago. I'm like, oh, I can cruise through <laughs> and not really pay too much attention here because yes. I had had it. <laughs> yeah, so they, so yeah. they end up stuck in there because when they're in there trying to steal the painting... The sister is attached a string to the same thing that got her caught in there and then almost doesn't make it out herself when that is actually activated. And then... So you might be wondering, well, there are three robbers, so where does the third one end up? Well, I'm glad you asked, because (laughs) remember those styrofoam snowmen that we were talking about earlier? She's inside one of those. Which... Even if that was real snow, <laughs> how 
does she stay there long yeah. enough for a giant snowman to be built around her? Yeah, uh, I can only imagine that Kevin McAllister did come along and knock her out with one of his paint cans, uh-huh. and then or the, the old man kid. with the shovel came back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so so the kid was able to mm-hmm. make her cast and then put the styrofoam around her and then get us get us in place. Yeah. Hey, look! I found this prop snowman in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, no, first and foremost. <laughs> If you yeah. were to pack someone into a snowman, yes, you'd need to make the snowman about three meters in diameter, I think, for it to stand any chance of you um, not be like, being able to get out. Uh, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, like, you just, I don't know, maybe... Oh, this, once again, slowed me down by four, four seconds. Yeah. yeah. Let's say, oh no, the police are coming, I'll just step away. There we go. <laughs> now I'm a little cold and there's snow on my clothes. Oh, God, yes. fuck this movie. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so another thing we're asked to believe is that the um, teen, the daughter, is going to have a phone that just dies. Um, never going to happen. No. <laughs> Not unless she's going out. Not if she's at home, you know. No. Yeah, okay. she's planning on going out, yeah. so that phone would be fully charged. Absolutely. She, uh, this is 2012. They still had mobile chargers. Um, also, so out of touch with. Um, teenagers or people teenager, I don't think they'd have an outgoing voicemail message at all let alone one so jovial and friendly yeah no. hi uh, this is whatever her name was uh, leave, a, leave a message yep uh, Alexis was the name no one uh, even deals with voicemails anymore if your friend leaves you a voicemail you're like what you better be on fire <laughs> <laughs> or in the process of being set on fire yeah, gonna, hey do you wouldn't mind calling me Back. Yeah, we all have caller We saw you called. Yeah, text me like a sane person. Uh, <laughs> no one's bothering to leave out. I don't have an outgoing voice message. I don't know. I mean, I used uh, to, but yeah, I, people know what to do. It's, yeah, I used um, to, and now I don't. And to be perfectly honest, it not having one means you end up getting less spam voicemails. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. It's just <laughs> extremely out of touch. Like, yes. I, don't I think know it was who written, wrote this. It was yeah. probably written in 2005. Mm-hmm. And they only just then, when they made this, were able to find someone to go, okay. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> put in the whole thing with the devices controlling kids and all that. Yeah. And I mean, games. This had two writers. This film had two only? writers. Because it feels like it had 12. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they all kind of just Aaron jumbled together. and Wade McIntyre are the names of the all writers. All right. Well, hey, everyone's got to eat. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but still, <laughs> I had to sit through this thing. Um, which, yeah, we put through ourselves. But, oh yeah, Poor Poor Maestro. There's another one. I wrote Poor Poor Maestro that time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says, speaking of Maestro, that a painting... That, uh, ripped in half can be repaired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tr- I guess, but that kind of the whole point of art is that it, condition is kind of key. Yes, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> so, if I mean, I guess you'd have to have a value that's so crazy high. Like if it's the only th- like you got to get into like ancient artifacts. Sure, a vase yeah. broken is still <laughs> valuable, but a painter from the last couple hundred years or hundred years what's this ribbon map i think it's pretty much useless right yeah i think the the only reason that that line would fly at all is because as we said malcolm mcdowell's character clearly has no intention of selling, selling. it no so he would just 
Put the tape on the back. Make sure the front looks all right. <laughs> Stick it up somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why are they shocked that he wants to keep the painting? This has been telegraphed the whole time. Um, like, yeah. when he finally gets it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I wrote, seriously, fuck off with the fake snow. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I guess we're getting to the end of the film, I hope. Yeah, um, well, I mean, chronologically, I think we've already hit on it a few times. I mean, we've kind yeah. of brushed over the whole subplot of the adult gamer, Simon, the loner. Yeah, actually, uh, my favorite part of the whole thing. That's probably why I've not mentioned it much since we are just... least hated? <laughs> yeah. Part yeah, of the whole the, thing. Uh, so... The sister is into the phone. The kid is into games. Specifically, Robo Infantry 3. Which is, which which is, is like a multiplayer It basically kind of rip off Halo, Halo. what it looks yeah. like. So, yeah, and he's playing online and is apparently only playing this one guy ever. Because he constantly is trying to kill this guy mm-hmm. in the game and he's not able to do it and... That's all he seems to do. That is it. This guy is always yeah. online. He's, he's always the... playing him. And then they are talking bits during the film. Mm-hmm. And then he, f- when the kid just goes like, oh, you know, these people are like robbing my house. And then it's like, oh, what game are you playing? And he doesn't immediately say it's not a game. No. He's just like... Because that would be too easy. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, well, how, how would you like, do that? So the guy thinking it's a game. is just like, well, it's oh, a tower defense game. So... So on and so forth. And then what the next time and then the next time he's just like I've been asking around, this game doesn't exist. It's like No, it's not a game. I'm like, you should have mentioned that before. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, then we get the uh, the hint of pedophilia where it's an adult man talking to a ten year old and yeah, I mean that, they, they kind of hit it around at it, which was I, a little will, odd for well, an ABC family film. Yes, I mean they they had the bit where because this guy realizes what's going on, he is able. He's clearly a high level hacker of some kind because that is some impressive detective work by his part. Yeah, he Just, got, was able to get an address. He able yeah. not only get an address, mm-hmm. but the mobile phone number of the mother of yes, the, that's absolutely <laughs> which. Uh, if he was able to, that is still a crime, is it not? <laughs> to uh, obtain that information? Well, it is said in the film, he does say something about, like, well, I was able to get it because you were the contact information on the account. So something like that. He had so, time to file a Freedom so, of Information so Act. So technically, he hasn't broken the law, but then the inevitable. Oh, my God, like, oh, like yeah, 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 your son's in trouble. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, that probably sounds bad. No, he's just a... Oh, no, that probably yes, sounds bad. Yes, because let's purposely make it as confusing and convoluted as possible. Yeah. So that... we can get this movie to a conclusion. Yes, <laughs> and then he is swatted, for those of you that are not sure what that is. The SWAT team turns up and um, mace him. Yeah. And, yeah. And then at the, <laughs> at the end, he is watching the live video feed... From the from where house. were these? Because the, and then you go into the the actual shots of those scenes, and where are the cameras? Yeah, the the camera would needed to have been literally on the staircase to get Thank the you. shot yeah, that we yeah. saw. And there are no cameras there. Yeah. So and what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Could and be said at every minute. Yes, this. and so at the very end of the film. Spoilers. Big payoff. Oh, are we getting to the big payoff? Yeah, well, I'm saying they they end up getting four museum passes for 
retrieving the painting, mm-hmm. and then thirty thousand dollars for catching the criminals, which they didn't. I mean, <laughs> it's really no, like they didn't do anything, and the kid at most could. I think given I think that Creepy Neighbor Kid has a claim to some of that money yeah. for the snowman. <laughs> and also, given that it's America, surely would the robbers would have ended up turning around and suing the kid for mental anguish for some of the stuff that... Oh, for those bad cookies alone, yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you made me eat a bad cookie. Yes. Um, yeah, so, you owe me a million dollars. Um, so yeah, basically what happens as a result of getting the money is... Finn receives a snowboard and an expansion pack to the game, and wouldn't you know, he picks the snowboard to go and play with, and then the daughter gets a iPad, basically. I'm, not, I'm sure it's not actually an iPad, but that, yeah, they get the tablet. So the parents are just going, "Fuck it, <laughs> if you're into it, there you go, just have that." And so then we give up, just yeah. And then they buy. Simon a plane ticket to go home because he said he can't afford to go home. Yeah, and I was <laughs> so over it at that point. I'm like, just F you for trying to get sentimental here. And <laughs> no, not going to work on me at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give a shit about Simon. I didn't give a shit about anyone in this movie. Yeah. Um, and you glossed over something that really <laughs> angered me too uh, the, essentially the movie for me turned into a 90 minute setup and punchline for the parents to do a Edward Munch um, aftershave crossover joke it's essentially what built to them both do, putting the hands to the sides of their face yep and I just wrote fuck me <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's... that was supposed to be a big comedic moment I took uh, or at least for watching it I assumed that Probably. was supposed to be <laughs> yeah. what they're, and I just oh my god um yeah so then we get to the end credits which hey I stuck around a little bit for the end credits because I couldn't immediately find my Apple <laughs> remote and so I uh, cuts away from the credits i think oh we're gonna get see some bloopers maybe something of some value yeah. here uh you know that might make this just a tiny one percent enjoyable but <laughs> no they make you watch the same stupid stunts and like over that you had to sit through in the previous 90 minutes and they're just pouring salt in your goddamn wound spitting in your face really driving that dagger in deep into your side like yeah yeah this movie fucking sucks doesn't it i'm so glad i didn't watch the credits yeah it, it goes through every goddamn stunt like the boot in the face the the marbles and the snowman building there is no new please material. tell me it's at least in chronological order <laughs> i don't recall i think it jumped around okay and if if anyone knows or cares to correct me fine um <laughs> but what are you doing with your life <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to correct me on home alone five um it was yeah like really and then my anger just blowed over it. I'm like, fuck this piece of shit. <laughs> Wrote giantly on my notepad. Yep. Um, as Paul can attest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the only note I could read when he was sharing it. Yeah. Uh, really? You're going to... I was so mad. The movie's over. Let us have some peace. But no, here... Remember all that shit you just watched? Here it is again. Yep. Here's yeah. the highlights. How's that? No. Well, just no. Maybe what would have been funny... 
is if they start playing the credits and then the entire film starts playing in reverse as if someone's rewinding a VHS tape mm-hmm. type thing and so you just end up seeing it right at the beginning yeah. again. Yeah. But uh, Or zoom yeah. out and it's a TV screen and it's Kevin McAllister watching like that was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> this Macaul- or just Macaulay, not yeah. Kevin McAllister. Actually Macaulay Culkin. Uh, as or, Macaulay Culkin. Or it's it zooms out and it's McAllister is like just looking at it and turns to someone and just like there was nothing like what happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> as in, like, as in no. ABC Family have You're just saying... tried to make his uh-huh. story from before. It's like, no. <laughs> I guess if you look at it that way, like Home Alone is a, is a screenwriter's first draft and then five is what producers do to a, <laughs> a screenplay <laughs> and yes, all yeah, the changes yeah. that are Home, made. <laughs> Home Alone 1 and sort of 2 are uh-huh. the first draft. And then 3 and 4 are when they're like, okay, that's good. We bought our own writers mm-hmm. in. Yeah, it's not Chicago <laughs> anymore. It's Maine. Um. <laughs> and then 5 is when the son of the head of the studio is like, yeah, I could write this better. Here we go. And there you go. Well, let's hope this is the last one. Um, I will not be saying that. No. Uh, I guess, is that part of French Fried? If any are ever added to, or are we obligated to no, see I those? Sh- no, we have officially covered the franchise. Okay. I don't think we should jump back, I think, at this point. Mm. I mean, maybe we'll cover it in our other ones if we feel like we should, mm-hmm. but no. For French Fried, once we've done a franchise, it's mm. done. Whether they make a Home Loan 6 or not, we are out. Yes. <laughs> Thank and, God. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I was feeling a little bad just while watching this one to say, eh, at least with Ernest, it was so bad that it was kind of funny to talk about how bad it, it was. Yeah. Whereas, one, I don't know if this is... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm probably going to say exactly mm. what you were going to say, which is that there's there's so little to this and it was so badly done that it's not even that fun to talk about. I know. I'm like, I just come off like, I'm sorry, like an irate <laughs> person, which I am. Yeah. This movie angered me. I texted yeah. multiple people, not just you. I'm like, this movie is pissing me off. <laughs> like, I am seriously upset at how awful and how much they did not give a shit. Yeah, I mean, there are films that you can say, oh, it's so bad. Like, you, know, you might enjoy watching it, but it's bad. This, this one is one of those ones that if someone no. tells you don't watch it, please Do listen. not watch this. Please <laughs> do not watch it. Um, yeah. Unless someone had dared you and they're offering you a substantial amount of cash. Yes. <laughs> then maybe, possibly. Maybe the $30,000 rewards. <laughs> 30000 might get me to watch it again. Might. Yeah. Yeah. Tax-free, please. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> Tax-free, 30000 Uh, Yeah. That's about it. Yes. All right. I I think we need to genuinely stop talking about it. I hope this this was enjoyable for you people. Um, I can at least guarantee it's more enjoyable than the film. And I haven't even uh, heard this episode back or, yeah. But don't watch it ever. No. No. Watch one and be happy with one. Yes. And and I enjoyed two. I mean, not just because of Tim Curry. I mean, I I genuinely thought it was all right. Mm -hmm. But, yes, moving on, we now need to figure out what the hell we're watching next. I had a thought earlier today, um, but as I kind of alluded before we started recording, um, I don't know if it quite qualifies um, as a cohesive nature, but I was going to do, um, inspired by the fact that there is a new one coming out, Mm -hmm. um, which won't be the one we see because it can't be a new one in theaters, but the most recent Amityville movie. 
That would be interesting. I've never seen any of the... Uh, because I don't know the how closely they're tied, but they could ca- kind of fall under our reboot well, um, rule. Again, you, you know, fall against that. Well, well you, uh, you just kind of explain yeah. what Amityville is, and I will very quickly look it up. While well, for I'm anyone talking. not interested, it was originally a novel. Um, I, I don't think it was written by the family. I think it was like in conjunction or something. I don't complete. I know I read it a long time ago about a haunted house. Um, right. This family experiences, which to this date, most of the occurrences have been debunked. And this is not to get into the uh, skepticism side of my personality, yeah, yeah. but um, it's neither here nor there. Um, but a movie was then made, an original movie, and then sequels were made, and then multiple, multiple reboots, reimaginings, right. um, retellings have occurred. And I think there as I don't know, it feels like there's maybe 10 to 12 now. Uh, well, Something the one that's like coming that. out. Yeah, and there's uh, a new the one, one coming out. will be coming year. out. Will be the 18th. 18th. So 18th. I overshot it by half a dozen, or yeah. undershot it by half a dozen. Yeah. Uh, however, it seems that none of them are direct sequels to each other. They're so, all independent, but they are all considered. I thought there was like two or three that the first were not. Sequels. One, two, and four are the only ones based on the books in the series okay. and have references to each other. Two is a prequel. Uh, 3D was a sequel to the first film, and mm. uh, yeah, so basically, uh, it's it's known as a saga. A saga. So, I mean, so I, does it? I'm, count I'm willing to accept it. The only <laughs> thing that I was going to suggest, and it just occurred to me now while you were about to mention Amityville, mm-hmm. which is. And this is only because I haven't seen the latest in this one. Mm-hmm. What about Indiana Jones? Oh, <laughs> that means Crystal Skull. Yes, it does. Uh, I watched that when mm-hmm. I'm on a flight to London. Okay. <laughs> yeah, on a screen. Yay big. I'm holding my hands about yeah. five inches apart. Um, yeah, the, the old... Back of the seat. Yeah, back of the seat TV. And I fell asleep. <laughs> All right. Just in time for spoiler um, refrigerator scene. Yes. Uh, the very plausible refrigerator scene. And I, to that, I say no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll tell you uh, what. Though. How about we'll leave it at that now? Okay. And then after recording, we'll flip a coin, and whichever which yeah. one it lands on, that's what we're doing, and we won't say anything until <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> or should we put it to? Twitter. We can. can. Uh, tell you what, I will then put out something on Twitter. Amityville versus... <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll put it out before this episode comes out, so that okay. it is done and dusted, and then hopefully we'll have enough responses that we can have uh, a definitive one. If there's one not, we'll flip a freaking coin. If it is 50-50, <laughs> we will flip that coin. <laughs> yes. Um, I'd say a, a minimum of... Five people need to weigh in. Yeah. Five votes. <laughs> well, or what we can do, maybe if we have the poll going, the third option can just be like other, and then people can suggest. And maybe the first okay. it'll be yeah. like, why don't you tell us what piece of crap you want? Yeah. To watch? <laughs> <laughs> we want. He wants. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I think so that's uh, enough business for now. Thank you if you've listened through all of this. Yeah. And for those of you that have listened this far. Do follow us on Twitter at yes. Blokebusters, Facebook.com, Blokebusters. Email us, Blokebusters. Podcast at gmail.com. 
And we are on Instagram. Yes, we are. Uh, I haven't updated that in a little bit, but yeah, I will eventually. And also we have a website, blokebusters.webs.com, which I think is up to date. Fairly certain it is. So there you go. All right. <laughs> so after all of this. <sighs> yeah. Well, I've been Paul. I've been Brian. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye.